and the other thing that I think makes it really powerful is that video is a storytelling medium. And when it is done well, it creates emotional response. Does talking about your money make you cringe? Are you tired of fighting about finances? Do you want to stop sabotaging your financial happiness? Then you are in the right place. Welcome to Breaking Money Silence, a podcast series aimed at helping all of us talk more openly about money. Your host, Kathleen Burns Kingsbury, is a wealth psychology expert who is doing what she does best, speaking about taboo topics. International speaker, author, and founder of KBK Wealth Connection, Kathleen understands money and our relationship with it. Over the past decade, she has empowered thousands of people to break money silence at home and at work. Now, here is Kathleen. It's Kathleen Burns Kingsbury, and welcome to the Breaking Money Silence podcast. We have been talking about a variety of things during our literacy series, and today we're doing something that I think is really innovative and different. We are going to be talking about breaking money silence across generations, but using video to do that. Anybody who's been following my work knows how passionate I am about getting individuals, couples, and families to talk about money and to pass on values. So I have a very special guest today. Her name is Stephanie Shatirian. She is one half of Flow Content, a wife and husband video production team. Her background is in acting and professional theater production and content marketing. Stephanie enjoys working collaboratively with her clients to create cathartic stories. Her firm specializes in original, authentic, documentary-style pieces that serve specific goals or strategies. So today, uh, her and I will be discussing her work with families and family-owned businesses to use videos to communicate values across generations. Welcome to the podcast, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited. Uh, We had a conversation a couple of weeks ago and we were just networking and we landed on the fact that you do this type of work and certainly in my work with advisors as well as individuals, couples and families, I was like, wait a second, we have to let more people know that, you know, there's another and different and new innovative way to break money silence. So tell me, or tell the listeners, how did you get into working with families or family businesses to create legacy or business success stories? Like, how did you land there? Yeah, so uh, initially it was, as you as you mentioned, our company was really focused in marketing and promotional space, but we've always worked with real people. And it's been telling real stories and creating connections between people through the medium of video. So that's marketing applications. Uh, But we also have always done private documentary work that can have all kinds of applications. And my father is a consultant and he specializes in exit and succession. And he was working with a family business that was going through a lot of planning, both in regards to succession within the business and wealth and asset protection and preservation for the future. And he was the one that initially suggested it for this client. And uh, it turned into a really fulfilling project for everyone. So what do you think the impact was in doing that in doing that particular project? I understand now you're you're doing more, but initially what what 
what was the impact you saw on the family or the people who participated in that process, or maybe even the people who are going to view the video? Yeah. Well, you know, every family is different. This particular family, I think that it offered up an opportunity for them to have certain conversations that maybe they had had, but not quite in this particular way. And I think it also uh, allowed them to talk through some things in a way where there was uh, a lot of value for for them in being able to share it. And then also know that it was going to be preserved for later down the road. Yeah. You know, I think I told you when we initially met that my grandmother lived to 102 and a half mm-hmm. and my cousin, Anne tried to record, uh, interview her and record audio. And this was years ago. Uh, And she did some of it. She wasn't able to finish the project, I believe. But the idea of preserving somebody's voice and somebody's image and being able to really share that for future generations was what she was going after. And, And, you know, that was just precious to my family. So we may have already answered this a bit, but let's expound on like what makes video such a great medium for communicating family values and lessons, you know, yeah, it was in my family, but what, what do you see? <laughs> well, and just to, I, you just actually to touch back on your last point, like I, another thing about working with a provider as opposed to doing it yourself is it, it helps you to actually get the project done. <laughs> and yes. also uh, sometimes having that outside eye or somebody who's, who's not engaged with the family asking questions can help elicit different kinds of responses. Sometimes people are even more willing to be open with somebody who is outside of the family than somebody who is within the family. So that's just kind of an interesting take. But getting back to your question about what makes video a great medium, in addition to all those things that I just said, you know, I really just feel like video is about communication. I mean, you can set up all the instruments in the world. You can have all the intentions. You can do all the papers. But if you can't connect and communicate the reasons and the purpose behind the choices that are made, you run the risk that everything you work so hard to put in place can be undone over the years. And what makes video such a powerful adjacent tool to all of that work is that future generations you you are seeing, you are hearing, you are learning about the why from the source. And that creates a connection to people you may never even meet, right? And uh, and the other thing that I think makes it really powerful is that video is a storytelling medium. And when it is done well, it creates emotional response. Studies show that when we feel something, we are much more likely to take action or do the thing. So if you want to ensure that the grandchildren and the great-grandchildren follow in your footsteps or are more likely to inherit your values, this is really a powerful tool to encourage that. And I can imagine that part of what happens, which which happens in some of the work that I do or I train advisors to do, is that you create a safe space. You're you're kind of externalizing it. It's not like we're sitting down and we're having a deep, dark conversation about money and values. It's more like we're creating this project together. Absolutely. And, you know, in the context of this project, we're going to talk about what's important to us and that there's a way in which it's almost like experiential learning. Uh, people <laughs> are actually learning things about each other that maybe they didn't even plan on learning. And again, being able to share it with future generations. I, I think 
the video that I watched of yours, there was a little baby in the video. And the idea of that baby eventually seeing this video when they were all grown up is kind of just kind of cool. Yes, I love that. And I think, yeah, what is, there's some moments there where they're maybe talking about some, I'm trying to remember exactly what the conversation was, but the grandmother kind of reaches down and has this moment with the baby, right? And to think like that baby may be in their 20s, 30s, 40s someday and be able to look back and say, oh, you know, grandmother was passing that down to me. Very powerful, I think. Yeah, very, very powerful. And so for people who are listening in, whether they're financial advisors, wealth managers, uh, there's a lot of women who we often know, women are sometimes the ones that uh, convince the rest of the family to do something like this. (laughs) Uh, Explain what the process is. Uh, You know, I'm going to come in and, hey, family, (laughs) we're going to do a video about, you know, our values or our success story. Take me through that process. Yeah. So our process is highly customized and collaborative. It's not templated. It's not like we're going to bring you in and X, Y, Z, here's how it go. It's really about working with the family to create the project that meets their goals and what they're looking to communicate. So we start with a discovery session to get an understanding of what's important And we can really work as a trusted advisor to guide them on what would make the most sense within their budget to achieve those goals, both from an outcome perspective, like, do you want a classic documentary that tells your story that's like an hour long? Or do you want like a content library that is archived by topic and that future generations will go back and be able to access and say, oh, that's why uh, we organize the business in this way. And this is how we treat employees, or this is uh, why we set up the family bank with these restrictions, or this is the philanthropy that's important to us because X, Y, Z. And then it's also about what's going to make work best for you and your family from a process perspective that's going to make you the most comfortable. So as we were kind of mentioning, we've done some projects that are actually conversations between family members. You can certainly do ones that are more interview-based that don't have the family members. We talked about why that might be valuable. Sometimes people open up more. We can film in person and we can also film remote. That's become much more widely acceptable these days and it can really make it easier, more cost effective for family members that are spread out and really busy uh, to participate. Yeah, I would imagine the video component has really opened up uh, the possibilities for people who want to participate in this type of project, because the the expense of getting someone all to the same place, it, it reminds me of the, well, it's not old fashioned, I'm sure people do this still, but where you, you know, had the family Christmas photo, where you had to gather everybody and get everybody dressed nice and, you know, this whole big thing, whereas... <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, honestly, Christmas, if you do want to do this, that's usually a great time to do it because that is when everybody's getting together anyway, but yes. <laughs> But, but Stephanie, I'm talking about like, you know, when mom, and maybe this is only my childhood drama, but when mom <laughs> gathers the kids, you know, in June, <laughs> you have to wear your Christmas outfit. To oh, 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 them for ready. the card that's being done. Right, right, I'm right, not, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's where I could see um, the video really coming in and the fact that you can uh, pull in different virtual pieces. Yes. What else? I mean, tell me a little bit more about kind of how you think 
either financial advisors or wealth managers could offer this or business consultants like your dad might be able to say, hey, this is part of what we do. I just think it's a cool add-on or, or yeah. opportunity. Yeah, certainly it's something that you can kind of have in your arsenal of options to offer to your clients. Like I know sometimes people would consider suggesting doing written memoirs. You know, this is just another way to do it that maybe can have, you know, be depending on the client, like more easier to do or more impactful. It's something that can be wrapped into a fee too. You know, it just kind of really depends on the type of clients you're working with and budgets and that kind of thing. Does that help? Yeah, no, that absolutely does help. So in a minute, because you just mentioned the dreaded B word, in a minute, we're <laughs> going we're gonna to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're truly going to break money silence and talk a little bit about kind of what can people expect in a project like this. And um, I know it probably varies greatly. But let's just take a quick break and we'll come back with uh, Stephanie of Flow Content in just a minute. Hi, it's Kathleen Burns Kingsbury. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Breaking Money Silence podcast. I want to take a quick time out to tell you a little bit about financial therapy. Yes, financial therapy. That word keeps showing up in the media more and more, but I've been doing financial therapy for years. And in 2023, I'm going to expand this part of my business. And I wanted you, my podcast listeners, to be the first to know. If you're curious about what is financial therapy, just know that it helps individuals and couples change unhealthy money habits, attitudes that cause them stress, anxiety, and lead them to feel uncomfortable with money. If you have trouble making big decisions, if you find that you're shopping too much, carrying too much debt, worrying about money, even though you shouldn't be worrying about money because there's enough in the bank, it may be time to consider financial therapy. The benefits are numerous and individual, but former clients have told me that they have experienced in a very short period of time, a decrease in money-related anxiety and stress, they have less conflict about money in their relationships, and they engage in more productive money conversations. The advisors that refer clients to me say, finally, my clients can make the changes in their financial behaviors in order to save for their future. So if this sounds appealing to you and you want to know a little bit more, I have a special offer. I'm offering a free 30-minute consultation to anyone who's interested in learning more about financial therapy. You can email me at kbk at breakingmoneysilence.com, or you can go to the show notes, click on the schedule link, and set something up via my automatic calendar. If you're listening to this not on my website and you find that I don't want to do that, I would rather just reach out to you directly. Feel free to use my private email at kbk at breakingmoneysilence.com and shoot me an email letting me know you'd like to take advantage of this time-limited offer. So my hope is we'll chat about financial therapy soon. And now it's time to get back to our regular programming. This is Kathleen Burns Kingsbury. Welcome back. I'm with Stephanie Shatarian, and she is with Flow Content. We are talking about breaking money silence across generations using video. She and her husband are partners in a video production company. And you know how I like to break money silence. And so the idea of being able to do this as a family, as a family owned business, 
Uh, you could even do it just because you think it's a cool thing to do to pass down your legacy and your values. And I think for the financial advisors, wealth managers, you know, business succession people uh, out there who are also listening, what a great offering for your clients. So Stephanie, before we took a quick break, you mentioned the word budget. And I'm not going to pin you down on an exact fee because that would be kind of mean and unfair. And that's not the type of podcast that I run. But in general, are there, you know, what can people expect in term of, terms of budget? And I imagine it can go up to like, you know, very high amounts. But when people are thinking, can I afford this? I guess, how would you answer that yeah. question? Yeah. So I, you know, as you point out, video production is highly variable, right? Like certainly you could do it yourself with your phone if you wanted to, right? To work with a company like us, probably our minimum starting budget for a project like this would be around 5,000. Uh, and certainly it can go upwards from there. You know, the, the kind of variables that come into play are, you know, how much travel is involved, how many shooting dates, what is the end product, all of that kind of stuff. No, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. And I actually think, you know, when you think about, say it's, you know, 5000 at a minimum, if you think about how much it costs you to take a family vacation, which is a great, wonderful experience, I'm not telling people not to take vacation, but you have something that lasts forever, you have this experience. And certainly if you're a family-owned business or you're somebody who works with family-owned businesses at a high level, you know, I don't want to minimize $5,000, but that's not that expensive. So it's well, really about the shelf life of it. A hundred percent. And I will say too, certainly in regards to those that are working with family owned businesses, if that's part of their marketing, uh, sometimes that's something you can, you know, pull out a marketing piece in addition to doing the legacy work. Oh, almost like a twofer. Like mm -hmm. there's the, that's great. So you can shoot, which makes sense. Cause I think if you have everybody together, why not? you know, be able to repurpose it or have a dual purpose. So I like that idea. Yeah. And I think it makes sense. Like, you know, we're, we're looking to start a project in a couple of weeks here with an insurance company that's a hundred years old, four generations of family engaged in the business. So there's like a celebration of the business component. There's a legacy component. And then, then there's, if that's, you know, part of their marketing strategy, there's a marketing component as well. Nice. So I'm sitting out there and I'm listening and I think, wow, this would be a really cool project to either discuss, you know, with my partner or discuss in business. What is like the first step that someone would take in order to even just explore if this is a possibility for them? You mean like what are the things they should think about in terms of like what it's going to take on their side of things? It can be that or, yeah, like what advice would you give them and how to get started? Yeah. You know, certainly I would say if this is something that is interesting to you, if this is something that you feel like is valuable, I, I imagine some of your listeners have older family members that they care about, that this might be something that, you know, really strikes a chord with them. There are 100% timing issues around health. And as you mentioned your story with your aunt, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it seems like something you can put off until it's too late <laughs> and then you can't yeah, do it. Yeah. So that is really something to consider. And, and sometimes it will be a health issue, you know, what, or a dementia related issue that you think that will instigate like now's the time to do this before things really 
change. And then I would say also just to be aware that there's a time investment on the family's part. So you definitely want to get buy-in there or make sure that people are are interested enough to engage, not just for the actual filming, but pre-production. There needs to be time determining what are the topics you want to discuss, you know, what's the format that's going to make you most comfortable. And then the last piece that I think really makes this kind of work come to life is including archival material assets like pictures or slides or home video or, you know, Super 8 or VHS. And that is, that can be very time consuming to put together. And those items might need to be scanned or converted into digital formats to be able to use them. So it's just kind of like being aware that it's not just like someone shows up with a camera and you start talking and then magic happens, that there's thought and intention. Well, and I think, and I think that's the value of working with a professional firm like yours is you can kind of walk people through that process. And so anybody out there that thinks that this is a good idea and instead of just picking up their iPhone, they decide they want to do something that's a little bit more three-dimensional. Uh, it sounds like, you know, first it's deciding, do I have a desire to do this? Would this serve me? And then thinking about you know, reaching out to you and saying, well, what might this look like in my case? But then also talking with other family members. I mean, there's parts of it. I might have to do this for myself, although my next generation right now is a cat. So (laughs) I guess my nieces and nephews could benefit. Um, But really thinking, what are the messages that I want to leave behind? So I, I think if nothing else, people listening to this podcast, you can start to think about if I created a video like this, what would I want to say and why would I want to say it and who would I want to say it to uh, would be really, really important things to consider. So Stephanie, if someone does want to reach out and take a next step, where can our listeners find out more about your work and maybe see a sample and connect with you and your partner? So probably the easiest thing to do is to go to our website, which is www. Does anyone even say that anymore? You know our, you know what the World Wide Web is. Flowcontent, F-L-O, <laughs> content.com. And there is a, a tab that says niches. And if you click down to legacy, and I think I can give you a link that you can share. With yes, I'll definitely well. put that, that link right there. Yeah, I definitely put the link in the show notes. So what's your website name? It's flowcontent, F-L-O, content.com. Okay, so flowcontent.com. And are you also on social media or is it best just to go through the website? Absolutely. Come find me on social media. I am very active on LinkedIn. That's probably the best place to find me. Excellent. And I think it's just Stephanie Shatarian at LinkedIn. We'll put all those links. We'll put a sample of your work. People can check it out. See, that's that's my job as a podcast host to make that part of it easy for you. So Stephanie, it has been so fun to get to know you and break money silence with you and kind of brainstorm about how people could use you and your firm as a resource to uh, break money silence across generations. Thanks. Thanks for having me. This has been really enjoyable. Thank you for listening to Breaking Money Silence, hosted by Kathleen Burns Kingsbury, a wealth psychology expert, author, and founder of KBK Wealth Connection. 
If you like what you heard today, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app and leave a review. Also, share this episode with your friends and family. It is a great way to get the conversation started. For more money talk tips and information or to hire Kathleen to speak at your next event, go to www.breakingmoneysilence.com. 